3: Is the problem? You not
2: all the questions. Just okay, listen
3: to me. Let me hear what I'm saying. Okay? okay it's anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way. It's a new day. It is roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is. When you guys are supposed to care? Please clap. Are you serious? Uh, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. The
4: worst part is when she landed, they made her pin the tail on the donkey. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now here
5: is Armstrong and Getty.
3: Studio C. Here they are. Sure.
4: It is a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Hey, uh, you know what? No clear. Uh... How about the Hyde Amendment? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's the Joe Biden story if you're not hip to it. Friday morning. Yeah, I know. Sean suggested The weekend. Which was a cheery idea. Boy, well, I think we got two polar extremes there. I mean, something, <laughs> <Yeah>. something <laughs> in between. something in between. Worst commentary for our Friday morning. <laughs> hey, everybody. Here it Puppy. is. <laughs> Here it is.
5: <laughs> Speaking of which, uh,
4: you're a psychic over there. Odessa. Odessa. Texas? Yes. No. The dog. a German short-haired pointer. Yeah, boy. That way. <laughs> I'd be needing another haircut. Why is uh, that dog our general manager? <laughs> Odessa and her humans set a new record at the Dog Mile World Championship. It's a it's a running a mile with your dog championship, I guess. Their time four oh six point two, the fastest recorded canine and human mile ever. Okay. Of course, if you've ever seen a dog run, you understand that the record is. The fastest human who happened to have a
5: dog next. To me. Right, <laughs> right. I uh, right. Usain Bolt's dog would win that pretty yes. much every time. Yes. Well, right. I could run a mile with that dog, and it would take
4: me eleven minutes. Right. <laughs> right, and the dog would be looking at you. What a loser! You're ma- you're making me look bad here. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a whimsical record, mm. and then probably idiotic, but uh, good for them. Yeah. Congratulations. So, I suppose your political headlines, and not getting into the details now, but Joe Biden changed his stance on on a hot topic we were talking about just yesterday with Hee Chen. Yeah. You know, it seemed like good strategy for the general election. Can he hold off the liberal base of the party? Well, you could either say he grew over over the last couple of days or flip-flopped or caved or however you want to put it. Right. Uh, I, I'm no great fan of Joe Biden. I don't want him to be president, but I thought his uh, pivot was done well. His I thought, spin, yeah. I thought, was very good. I thought it was, too. We'll get into yeah. that later, I suppose. Details of that, because we got clips of the week coming up in a little bit, and then you also got... Uh, Boy, that's a that's a heavy <laughs> sigh right there. first segment. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> 3 minutes into the show. Yeah, yeah wow. Seeing that, that folks, that was despair. Seeing four or five different politicians discussing impeachment, including the president, discussing impeachment with gravestones behind them. Oh. <laughs> on the 75th anniversary of D-Day, I just found unbelievable. Why did the reporters ask the questions? Why did anybody answer them? Just what 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 are we doing uh, you uh, listen, I understand uh, well, we understand better than uh, most people the idea that government officials must be accountable to the people, and they're not nearly enough on the other hand, it's okay to say that's inappropriate. We're here to celebrate the war dead and the sacrifices of these men. We can talk about that next week. It's also a, a fine for journalists to just talk about what you're there for. Right. that particular Scandal, setting. conflict, scandal, conflict, scandal. I was listening to some stuff this morning, you know. So so Nancy calls Trump, uh, says he needs an intervention because he's crazy. She says he, she's sold, so she's lost it. Then she says he needs to be in prison. And then he calls her yesterday, whatever he called her, the despicable or whatever. And uh, I thought, you know, i got a 7-year-old and a 9-year-old. I deal with this every day, but I have the option of saying, look, if you two don't stop that, you're both going to have to play alone in your rooms till dinner. Yeah. If I hear another word out of either one of you. I wish I could do that with Trump and Pelosi. Yeah. If you two don't stop that. America would thank you. (laughs) I mean, we've got more on that. What's become known as the Armstrong Doctrine, politicians (laughs) must shut up once we have it up to here. (laughs) And you have to go to your rooms till dinner. Right. Um, Go to your caucus until we call you out. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
3: Good. Um, Jack, I think I have your kids' Christmas present right here in a news story. Okay. They're not listening or anything, are they? I I hope not. I hope not. (laughs) Here we go. San Diego, California. A San Diego dad and engineer built a roller coaster for his kids and brave adults in his backyard, and he's giving it away. Really?
4: Yeah. He built a roller coaster in his backyard?
3: Yeah, a real roller coaster, and their family is moving, and so they're giving it away to a good home. So he has applications on a website, and he just says. All
4: you need to do is uh, dissemble it and uh, have a bunch of trucks and move it across town or across the country, depending I on who it is. I was just thinking, right. you
3: would have the room for this.
4: Yeah, I would, absolutely. I got plenty of room for a roller coaster. Wow, you could be a roller coaster guy. <laughs> You know, local eccentric Jack Armstrong. <laughs> wonder how your homeowner's insurance feels about that. If they don't oh, no. like a trampoline, I got a homemade roller coaster in the backyard. I let all the neighborhood kids come over and flip upside down. <laughs> but I wouldn't it. worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So I thought of you and... Uh, Just throw right it, it away. Yeah, as I far should, as I can tell. I should look into that. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
5: Uh, doing very well. Uh, interesting weekend uh, coming from the Cinemaplexes. Uh, Secret Life of Pets 2 kids movie oh you... yeah the ads are hilarious yeah yeah very funny and Animal... they've been running the ads a lot during the nba finals mm-hmm. i noticed yeah yeah talking animals a classic for kids if 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 yeah, i think you'll know if this movie is right for you the first pets movie was really good have you seen the ad where the the little puppy says i gotta go boom boom and the older dog says well then find a shoe <laughs> <laughs>
3: beautiful <laughs>
5: The other big movie opening up is the uh, Dark Phoenix movie. This is uh, the quote-unquote conclusion of the X-Men movies, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The only reason I bring this up, it is getting roasted by pretty much everybody who sees it, and it is quickly approaching the threshold of this might be so bad I have
3: to see it. There you go. So
5: uh, those are the two movies popping out this weekend. Uh, Unless you got kids. Uh, you should probably just go find some friends and make some eye contact. The other funny ad from pets, too, is the cute little dog says to the other old dogs that have been around, My name is Oscar. And one of the old dogs says, Nobody cares!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: My kids think that is so funny.
2: <laughs> wow.
4: wow. Nobody cares!
3: <laughs> is, is there anything
4: in American culture that is so much this as talking animals in in movies? Hilarious and charming. In real life, it would be utterly terrifying. Ah! Would, you would
5: pass out. You would faint from terror. Especially if they turned out to be sarcastic and snarky, <laughs> yeah. like they are in the Pets movie. The first, I would be internet famous, because I would oh, be yeah. putting videos on my
3: Twitter oh. feed all over the place. <laughs> Ten million
5: hits. <laughs> Here's Marsha Phillips, who does
4: our news every day. How are you, Marsha? All
3: right, my friends, brace yourselves, because today is National Donut Day. Oh,
4: my God. I've held off for almost two weeks.
3: National Donut Day. Let's see. It should be, what, 10 minutes before the Radio Ranch is uh, immersed in uh, donuts being brought in by everyone? I
4: would imagine that
5: the lunchroom at some point will be yes. full of donuts today. Do they and hand that... out those calendars to management of all the random days? <laughs> like, is that part of the yeah. the job? Oh, right. do I have the strength on the last
4: day of the week to fight off the donut thing? Uh, My local donut shop had a good uh, uh thing up in the window right. of uh, National Donut Day and said, everybody wants a six-pack, and it had six donuts, but... Yeah.
3: It is Friday. You should treat yourself. Oh, indeed. So, I know you, it's so easy I to know. make your
4: mind go there. Yeah. He's like a mid level employee of Satan. <laughs> Michael is. I mean, he's just, he's always been. Yeah. Now, nah, you got to go ahead. Yeah, was, and it and was my lowest number on the scale in two weeks this morning. Oh, hey, hey, there him.
5: you go. See, now it'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You get yeah. a little room in there. I know how to knock it off now. <laughs>
4: God dang it. Exactly. Right. You just lose it for there tomorrow again. I'm there. Jack Armstrong. <laughs> he's Joe Getty on this. It is uh, Friday, June 7th, the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. Hey, let's begin the show now. Officially, according to CC rules and regs at Mark.
1: I've been in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. I'd have said the right thing, but it must have used the wrong line.
4: Name a hit. Oh, that was one. That was one indeed. Dr. John Rebenak, yep. legendary keyboardist at yep. uh, New Orleans, uh, musical institution has passed. Yep. He's a very old fella. God bless him. Uh, he's kind of, if you're a music freak, you know him. Yeah, he removed a,
5: uh, a mole on my back. Mm-hmm. Dr. John. Right. And then yeah. played the funk like nobody else could. <laughs> I thought it looked cancerous. Also, also sang, in one the, appointment. Yeah. sang the theme song, to the Blossom. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Didn't know that. Mm. Well, we'll play that later. <laughs> among his many credits. <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips?
3: I, I just wanted to interject. I uh, knew Mac over the years. I interviewed him a bunch of times, both in L.A. and San Francisco. What an interesting cat. And that is a word he would use for himself. I am an interesting cat. He played at Woodstock. Oh, yeah. Wow. Among yeah. other things. All right. Coming up. Biden flips Democrats smelling blood in the water. Trump on border invasion, and he's got a new nickname for Nancy Pelosi. And Netflix has got a brand new problem. It's too popular.
4: No, really? Coming okay. up.
3: You know, and, and another
4: one of our lead stories today, Marshall, will be that I, Joe Getty, am declaring jihad against a major American corporation. Wow. If I end up dead, it's going to be one of this company's goons that killed me. Wow, I can't wait to hear this. Because I have decided an all-out battle will be waged. Yes, a Friday morning angry screed. One against the, angry man. Against the company with big lawyers. This could be exciting. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bring it. That's fine. You ever heard of Deep Pockets? I got no pockets. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got uh, Clips of the Week all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. I just heard
4: talk out in the newsroom on National Donut Day. We're about to be overrun with donuts. They're sending out people to buy donuts. No! I can deal with anything but temptation. well. Just Get some of those yummy, yummy jelly filled. Ew. That's all I ask. That's the best donut. Oh, I actually can't eat those. Not with that attitude. <laughs> Mailbag is coming up in a moment or two, Michael. But let's first... Pause to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow Clips of the week.
5: What do you know, man? I'm the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world.
3: Unless we bring
4: excitement and energy.
3: Oh. Hey, hey. hey, 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 hey. I was reelected. <laughs> Medicare for all
4: may sound good, but it's actually not good policy, nor is it good
3: politics. I'm telling you. What a game. Oh, my God. What a way to start the week. Congratulations. Well, I think he's been a uh, not very good mayor, from what I understand. He's done a poor job, crime is up, a lot of problems.
5: There is uh, not much support in my conference for tariffs, that's
1: for sure.
3: (laughs) Beautiful drive, beautiful jump, beautiful flight, everything was perfect.
4: My sweet Mildred, in the faraway distance, one could hear the rumble of the artillery and the prep, prep of machine gun fire.
3: And those of you who were who've lived in liberty, remember those who made it so on the shores of Dominion.
4: Some good stuff in there. Indeed. Here's a, a tease for you later The Pope has changed the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Does he get to do that? I've had it memorized since I was like five years old. With the variations. They've changed a a phrase in it. Wow. So there you go. We'll get to that later. Forgive us our car payments as we forgive car payments against us. And it's actually got to do with the donuts about to come in. That's odd. So stay tuned. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I should reveal that I am declaring jihad against Google. Mm. I'll explain that this hour. I'm 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 through with even giving them the presumption of of goodness. Do you have a Gmail account? What are you going to do Bing stuff? <laughs> yes, or or go to the library or buy a set of encyclopedias. I'm through with Google. I don't do What Google. is this, the olden days? You're awful. I don't do a Gmail account. I am not a, I'm not on YouTube. I'd like to be cuz it'd be a lot of cool stuff I could do, but I don't have a YouTube account cuz I don't have a Google account. I just I'm not going to do business with Google if I can avoid it and it's hard to avoid and it's probably more a gesture than any practical yeah. result but I'm just not going to do it yeah wow good for you I'm ah, man that would be disruptive at this point and that's how they get you yeah I mean the show email the mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, is uh, it's it's actually a, a Google thingy um, which is unfortunate maybe we need to change that I think we can uh, mailbag <laughs> Yeah, I'll explain. Um, uh, The the very short version is, uh, for the umpteenth year in a row, they had no Google Doodle celebrating uh, D Day, the seventy first anniversary. Really, with all the stupid things that they honor on a daily basis, all the stupid stuff, the Mexican elections they honor, and and uh, all the Muslim holidays, and the Women's World Cup, and the and the Chinese Dragon Boat Festival, and 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 teacher, just. Yeah. If it's super progressive, they'll do it. But honoring our war dead, no. They don't even think of it. Or or they're just against it. So go to hell Google. First, do no evil. You do evil every day, you lying scum. All right, moving along. <laughs> uh, we had quite a show yesterday. If you didn't hear it, grab the podcast. A lot of D-Day stuff, uh, World War Two stuff, and... Um, and people seemed to really enjoy it. My wife was uh, effusive in, in her uh, expression of how much she enjoyed it, which was nice. Uh, one more quote, uh, inspirational D-Day quote. This is from Colonel George Taylor, uh, passed along by Richard, loyal listener Richard. There are two kinds of people who are staying on this beach, those who are already dead and those that are going to die. Now get off your butts. You guys are the fighting 29th. And sort of rallying guys in the midst of that chaos, man. That is the that is sort of... Stuff you don't see that much these days. Um, we just have a minute left. We're going to do some bonus mailbag next half sure. hour. Uh Here's a quick note for you with a picture. Mark in San Francisco. Yeah, Angela Merkel was there for the D-Day uh, celebrations.
3: There Pulling her collar.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then do we say something about the uh, the machine gunners? They were brave too. Yeah. Even though I yeah. know I know my World War Two history, i forgotten until I saw it pointed out during the day. Uh these French villagers had been under occupation for four years. Yeah. Four years of we're, Nazis running things. We're good and tired of it too.
5: Yeah, I'll bet.
4: Yeah. And wondering if it was ever gonna li- end in their lifetime. Right. Right. So the liberation was not a oh that's great. It was liberty restored. That is something. Anyway, Marshall's got his news, they've got bonus mailbag, and so much to talk about today on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty I know we have a, a bonus mailbag on the way and also I want to get to that the pope changed the lord's prayer which is astounding to me so our father who art in cleveland and it's got to do with temptation, which I was thinking ah. about a lot, because donuts are about to come in for National Donut Day. Yes. And I find the whole temptation thing and willpower really interesting. But, mm. uh, anyway, more on that later. News now with Marshall Phillips.
3: Well, Democratic presidential hopeful and former Vice President Joe Biden now says he can no longer support a congressional ban on using federal health care money to pay for abortions. Right as I do, I can no longer support an amendment that makes that right dependent on someone's zip code.
4: I think his whole quote is probably worth playing maybe next time, Marshall, because just as a fan of politics, it's good spin. He says, listen, you have individual states cracking down on, as he calls it, the right to women's health care, and so, so there's a need now for federal money to step in just so people aren't denied their rights because of their zip code. And so he said, yeah, things have changed, so I've changed. It's good spin. Yeah, but uh, it, it's ignoring his own beliefs, and it ignores the vast majority of Americans. In fact, there's a, 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 Nash, a nakedly progressive radio Marist poll right now, out right now, that makes it clear what we've been saying for a very long time. The vast majority of Americans are okay, uncomfortable, and okay with first-term abortions. But after that, they don't like it at all. Yeah. Well, the vast majority of Democrats right now, not vast, well, it depends on how you look at it and break it down. But anyway, the plurality want Joe Biden to be the nominee. And uh, he was going to get, this was going to come up on the debate stage here in a couple of weeks. I right. we talked about this yesterday, and they were all going to kill him. Twelve candidates came out and really blasted him for, right. for being on the wrong side in their mind of this abortion issue. So he got right with that. So he got that off the table and doesn't have to deal with that come on debate time. Well, mm-hmm.
3: Biden's change of heart, not impressing some of his rivals, fellow 2020 presidential hopeful Amy Klobuchar says she's never had to reverse her position because she's never been a supporter of Hyde. Well, I am on the bill that says that we should reverse the Hyde
4: Amendment and I've, yeah, uh, right, with a number fine. of my you colleagues. Know what, Amy? Um, and this has been the position of our party for a reason. Um, and that is because yeah, uh, it is not fair to clear... Yeah, from a 1% candidate <laughs> running against <at> Joe <laughs> Biden. Squabbling <on> about <laughs> abortion on the left. Yeah, that's funny.
3: Talks with Mexican officials resumed for a third day today after another day of discussions ended without an agreement on border protection. The Mexican Foreign Secretary, though, told reporters outside the State Department last night that Mexico is going to be sending 6,000 of its National Guard troops to its southern border with Guatemala.
4: I thought there was some pretty substantial movement in that talk they had yesterday. The 6,000 troops to Guatemala... The, uh, the talking about changing the rules of, um, you know, what country you, you, you ask for refuge in. Right. That's, that's exactly. some major stuff. And that, uh, I thought there was a chance Trump was going to come out and with nothing to, 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 to base it on, say, uh, they've, uh, they've started to come around, so no tariffs. But there's some serious stuff here, mm-hmm. right? And I wonder, because I haven't read the latest accounts, but Mexico, which is on the verge of becoming a narco state uh, all the time, has lots and lots of checkpoints through the country. And if they were to announce, yeah, if it turns out you're an illegal in Mexico, we're sending you back. That would be enormous, because those herds of Central American migrants passing through Mexico are not passing through unnoticed. No, no, no. Uh, I've, I've driven around Mexico a lot on just, you know, lonesome highways in the middle of nowhere. And you get stopped regularly. You have to stop and show ID or tell people where you're going. So, And there's no other roads around. So, yeah, they, they're they completely aware these people are traveling through. Um, uh, another thing, the Homeland Depart- uh, Department of Homeland Security put out a report today that they got an ISIS guy This is a couple of weeks back who admitted he was part of a plot to sneak across the Mexican border and to carry out a uh, a terrorist attack. ISIS was recruiting English-speaking terrorists to cross the Mexican border and carry out a financial attack. Now, that report from Homeland Security, um, why I don't have any reason to doubt that it's true, it's pretty handy coming out right now with all the border squabble and everything like that. A financial attack? Yeah. Yeah. Financial attack. They're going to get English-speaking ISIS members across the border. This guy didn't go along with it. He got thrown in an ISIS prison. Somehow we got a hold of him, and he told Homeland Security recently of the plot.
3: Meanwhile, President Trump, during an interview with Fox News, insists that it is really time to get tough with Mexico. We are not going to back down, he said. They shouldn't be able to walk through Mexico. And now I've told Mexico, if you don't stop this onslaught, this invasion, people get angry when I use the word invasion, people like Nancy Pelosi that honestly, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. I watched her. She was saying, we have to protect Mexico. We have to take care of Mexico. Look, I'm dealing with Mexico right now. Trump was asked by Laura Ingram about Speaker Pelosi's statement during a closed-door meeting with other House members that she didn't want to see the president impeached. She wants to see him in prison. Trump snapping back. She is a a terrible person, and I'll tell you, her name it's Nervous Nancy because she's a nervous wreck. And the back and forth continues. Nervous Nancy. Netflix is soap I didn't
4: I didn't like and we're on a lot of stations that Laura Ingram used to be on and I assume you were fans of Laura Ingram. I'm a fan of Laura Ingram, but I didn't like her asking these political questions of the president with crosses behind them.
3: What, yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't man, like
4: any of it. And 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 Chris Matthews criticized Andrea Mitchell of NBC for bringing up impeachment in that setting also. Good for With Nancy Pelosi said, hey, do we need to be asking about this on this day in that setting? It right. crosses behind who you're interviewing. Yeah. So on both sides, I think. How about you just focus on something else there? Give it a day. One day. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, well, I tell you what, we're not alone in this. I'm feeling you, folks. Everybody's getting the same just burnout from the constant aggressive whipping up of conflict all the time by the American media. Sitting right there on the cliffs where everyone died and saved the world and all the stuff we talked about yesterday with the crosses and over their shoulder. And we're talking about tariffs and impeachment and all that crap. Come on, journalists yeah, and that's this distasteful to use that as a backdrop unless you are going to do it with the reverence it deserves. Don't put on a clown show in front of those graves, or you know, okay, that overstates it. Don't put on just a typical bitter political hour show in front of those graves. It's disrespectful i don't care I don't care if you're freaking Elizabeth Warren or Laura Ingram. it's uncool.
3: Game four of the NBA Finals tonight in Oakland, but not without some controversy. The NBA has banned Golden State Warriors investor Mark Stevens for one season and fined him a half million dollars after the team exec shoved Toronto Toronto Raptors guard Kyle Lowry. I
4: like it. I think you need more of this in pro sports. Owners coming out of the
3: stands to attack players. <laughs> yes!
4: <laughs> wow, what a lunatic move! What a lunatic move! You have no self-control! I'm worried about a guy who can't control them. How did you think this was going to play out after you had attacked a player on the court? Well, in front of that mo- impulsive for millions of hurt. people and cameras and everything. Hot t- that's one of theirs! Ah, get him! Get him! Wow! <laughs> what? That's crazy if you're a regular fan. I mean, right. you need help right. if you're yeah. a regular fan. If, you own, if you're one of the owners of the team, good lord!
3: And Beyonce going. Hi, before roll.
4: we get to uh, yes. that, BJ from San Francisco with yeah. an email and an excellent point. Don't forget, the Warriors disrespected the office of the President of the United States when they refused to visit the White House, an act that turned many Americans off for supporting them. Have they been cursed? (laughs) By by what? By what? God? Trump? Life? I'm not going to explain it to you.
3: <laughs> if you don't understand what's going on here, I'm not going to waste
4: my time. And she points out also that that map of states that support the warriors of the Toronto Raptors, the Furrin Raptors, the Canadian menace, supported by 47 American states. And the American Warriors by three states. And people get tired of their disrespect. People get tired of dynasties. Always cause like so many people hate the Patriots that don't live in the Boston area. The disrespect. But it probably didn't help anything.
3: And Beyonce gone viral for seemingly shading a woman who talked to her husband Jay Z during the NBA Finals. The couple sitting courtside at Game 3 in Oakland Wednesday night when a woman leaned over Beyonce while speaking with Jay Z. It was Nicole Karen, the wife of the owner of the Golden State Warriors. Apparently, Beyonce looked unimpressed and seemingly nudged her out of the way at one point. Karen told ESPN she disabled her Instagram account. Because she started getting death threats over the incident. If,
4: if you get... So you, you, you spring for good seats, you're at a sporting event, concert, whatever. Probably not a concert, but... Uh, and, and, you, and you sit down in
5: your seats and it's Beyonce and Jay-Z. Do you say anything to them, or... you it's just uh, play it cool, or... From the wife of the owner of the team? Absolutely. If it's just you. If it's just me? Oh, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna... I'd start rhyming some stuff, that's what I'd...
4: <laughs> Team's looking <laughs> good. anything to my like rhyme. The team should...
5: <laughs> I you offer
4: of nachos. are playing the D, and I say, hooray. <laughs> hooray. I, gotta hmm. I oh, got a I'm pee. I'm working on it. I'd say to him, can you believe this defense? Just engage him
5: as a human being. Yeah. Come, Come on. on. I'd do some sort of, just so you guys know, if the dance cam comes on me at some point <laughs> during the game, I'm going full ham. So be prepared for that. <laughs> wow.
4: Wow. Hey, it's probably worth mentioning how old and tired the whole death threats on the internet is. I mean, this woman's getting death threats on Internet. Instagram. And listen, it's not a joke and you shouldn't do it. But does anybody seriously think there's anybody out there who's going to take vengeance on this woman really? I doubt it. There you go. Know, I try to get on his side with a little uh I don't know, who do I pick? Another rapper. Like P. Diddy, he's kind of a kind of a jerk, isn't he? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Start some more rap. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you just say he's kind of a jerk to me? <laughs>
3: Asher, can I get a different seat? You
4: know, I'll sit up high. I'll sit in the nosebleeds. I paid fifty thousand dollars for these, but I don't want to sit next to this. guy. No, he'd no. say uh, that guy needs to go, <laughs> and you uh, and you would go.
3: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. I'm struggling to get each other. The conscience of the nation.
4: And if I'm sitting next to Beyonce in her head to toe leather cats, <laughs> yes, I just make you know, a, cat noises. You get a little swampy in there? It seems like it'd be hot. There you go. No? How about you try and pass a hot dog or something? <laughs> <laughs> and we got more. So we got bonus mail, but I got to hit the hole. They changed you, know, you change up. You say, hey, dude, I'm a little short, but I'm hungry. Can you like spring for a hot dog? <laughs> hot
5: dogs are like $9. Yeah,
4: but do you mind?
5: But just I'll get you thing, back. Your first rap's billionaire.
4: Yeah, pretty- give me your address. I'll I'll, I'll send you a check.
5: You got probably got a Visa black
4: card, right? I mean, come on, just... You, me you have what? to spend money with that. <laughs> I tell you what <laughs> Next game I'll buy. I'm just a little short tonight. <laughs> so all the stuff I mentioned on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty
3: show. Everyone is going to feel these tariffs. Okay. Our top
4: four agricultural imports from Mexico are beer, avocados, tomatoes, and tequila. Trump is putting a tariff on summer.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: is that true? That sounded like he was showing a graph or something. Beer, avocados? <laughs> the top hey, I four is like beers
5: and agricultural products. Yeah, that seemed like a weird categorization. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's funny.
4: I'm always surprised when I hear Mexico's our biggest trading partner for some reason. I know, me too. I mean, it's obvious. It's your neighbor, but yeah. Well, we, burros. You know. Oh, yeah. Sombreros. A lot of blankets. Chevy's restaurant, where they get the sombreros. They come in from Mexico. Right. And everyone has them. Several of them, and everyone has one. Yeah, A little bonus mailbag for you, uh, touching on uh, some topics both yesterday's show. is is very nice. It and then, we'll, uh, that, and then we'll get to the changes in the Lord's Prayer. Oh yeah, uh, do you want to lead with the that? The Pope actually I mean, changed that. With all due respect to our emailers, who who I think very highly of. I mean, it's the I know, Lord's it's, Prayer. It, it depends on how, on you know, what uh, one, one your beliefs or how you grew up. The Lord's Prayer is as ingrained as me as my name, practically. Sure. Yeah. Um the Our Father who art in heaven, and you either know the rest or you have no idea. I mean, it's just like, what are you even talking about?
5: So this isn't for you, I guess. Good food, good meat, good (laughs) God, let's eat. Oh, boy.
4: Uh, Get ready for a few stumbles at Christmas Mass. During Our Father, Pope Francis reportedly approved changes to the wording of the Lord's Prayer. Instead of saying, lead us not into temptation, from now on it's, do not let us fall into temptation. The Pope said he thought the English translation of the prayer was not correct. Okay. If it's a serious translational or yeah it debate is, it is not a good translation because it speaks to a God who's inducing temptation. Oh, Um, lead us not into temptation. Yeah, it's as if it's it's, it's kind of implying that God does that sometimes. And he's saying, no, the the devil, Satan, leads us into temptation. That's his department. You know what? Fair enough. It actually makes pretty decent sense. He's still a communist, but, you know. I'll bet I get it wrong this weekend. Do not let us fall into temptation. How long is it going to take me to get that right? Damn it! I'll say out loud. Oh, no! (laughs) But that's what I'm going to do when the donuts arrive. I'm going to try not to fall in temptation on this National Donut Day. One of the better sermons I ever heard uh, was uh, about lust. And the point of it was not, you know, everybody's familiar with sexual lust as lust. But the idea of your desires being in charge of you as opposed to vice versa. Lust for more stuff, bigger stuff, better stuff. Uh, Lust to be impressive, to, uh, to have a greater car. Um, you know, just just all sorts of lusts. Who are, are 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 your desires in charge of you, or are you in charge of them? I found it very thought provoking. My favorite one about lust, lust, like sexual lust, is uh, Saint Augustine: "God, please make me chaste, but not yet." That's one of my favorite all time prayers. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I maybe get... next year. <laughs> I can get with that. I'm working toward it, God. Let's uh, work together. <laughs> Baby steps. (laughs) Right. Exactly. There you go. It's Friday. uh, What do you call it? The new English version. (laughs) Hey, God. Baby steps. Maybe (laughs) Monday we'll look at this. Right. Uh, So this is from Fan. uh, Just signed it Fan. Uh, uh, Really effusive uh, praise of yesterday's show. Um, And I know you don't care for all the praise. I wouldn't say that. It's really nice to hear. It's just we. We come from people that you don't blow your own horn. So thank you so much for the note. We're not going to read it, um, but it was very kind of you. Well, it is nice of you. It just doesn't make any difference. When massive corporations decide they're done with us, we'll be uh, we'll be spit out, ground out like uh, <laughs> yesterday's garbage. And, yeah, it won't make any difference what you think. <laughs> or what I think. Too much truth. All right? <laughs> Too much truth. Debodia, Shut up. Uh, Kevin Fagafee Marine. Fagafee, Texas Marine. Friend of Armstrong and Getty over 15 years. Fagafee. I want to thank Jack for his energetic take on how D-Day is treated versus the complete ignoring of the current troops and what they're doing. I'm in no way downplaying D-Day since it was one of the most amazing things ever done by humanity. As someone that loves history, the more I learn about that day, the more it amazes me how successful it was. But we now have an undeclared war nearly two decades old. A war that has sons patrolling the same ground that their fathers did in the early 2000s. Wow. Back then, I was tentatively for the war, provided it was fought properly, And even tried to re-enlist to get into it. But why are we still there with not a lot to show for it? Uh, Hashtag J-T-R-O-A-O-C-J. Just the ravings of an old confused jarhead. Um, Thanks, Kevin. It's always good to hear from you. And uh, this from Dimitri. The comments regarding hashtag patriotism were spot on. For me to gain perspective since I did not serve, I listened to combat veteran interviews on a podcast called This Is War. Mm, that's quite humbling good. and emotional. I'll bet. Yeah, maybe we can put a, a link up to that. I mean, granted it's competition to our show, but it's important and, you know, frankly, I don't care. Like Jack said about being ground up and spit out. It'll happen <laughs> one way or the other. So, you know, if 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 listening to that makes you a better American and a happier person, that's fine. We're for it. Um Uh Kathy with a great note about going to Normandy, uh the lump in the throat and the uh and then she says, I'm appalled that the networks are reporting from the grounds of the cemetery um, doing what we were describing earlier. Talking just random daily politics. Yeah, yeah. Kathy, thanks for the note. We're totally with you. Um, Chris wants to know, with all the talk about Trump's tariffs, what will cost Americans more, tariffs or illegal immigration? Well, that's a good one. Why don't you ask somebody with a kid in a local school? where the school has just been decimated because they have to teach an influx of people who don't speak English. Ask them if they're okay with a five, uh, literally a five-cent increase in the price of a burrito at uh, Chipotle. Five cents. Uh, Let's see, how about this one? Oh, um, this is a World War II note uh, from Ben the Libertarian. Uh, He says, again, not to take away from D-Day at all, but... We're talking about Soviet men, young men, born in the Soviet system in 1923, okay? Meant they were 18 in 45, is that right? Yeah. No? What? 22. Uh, 22, okay? Um, Only one in five celebrated their 23rd birthday. Oh, yeah. The Soviet price paid in World War II dwarfs everybody else, by far. Right. Right. It's worth remembering. By far. And they, uh, they put it to the Nazis pretty good. Yeah, it was an evil empire, but man, they helped. A lot on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Minnie Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on Season 3 of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions. Limitless answers.
5: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast.